Welcome to The Weekly Option, the podcast for people interested in trading stock options. Each week, we cover trade ideas and opportunities in the stock market right now. Whether you're a beginner, a professional, or just curious about options, this is the show for you. Let's get started. Welcome to The Weekly Option. This is episode 301 on December the 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric, and in this week's show, we'll cover the trades from last week on Altimune Inc., Advisor Shares Pure U.S. Cannabis ETF, and Snap Inc., and we discuss three new trades on BitFarms, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, and Unity Software. And it's always great to hear from listeners. If you have any questions about the trades presented here on the show or even about your own positions, feel free to email me. You can email questions to eric at theweeklyoption.com. That's E-R-I-C at theweeklyoption.com. I've also created a few videos to teach you all the basics of option trading that you'll need to know to be able to follow along with me on this show. You can visit our website and click on the videos tab to watch them or visit the YouTube channel for the weekly option. Now, this was a very bullish week in the U.S. markets after the Federal Reserve interest rate announcement on Wednesday afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrial Average grew 1,057 points, ending the week at 37,305 points. The S&P 500 index gained 114 points, closing at 4,719 points on Friday. And now it's time for the topic of the week. The topic of the week is the motivation for trading. I used to assume that everyone was motivated by money. I've seen way too many situations that proved otherwise. I also used to assume that money was the only benefit of trading. I was surprised when I saw the statistics on how many people do not make money while trading. So why do they do it? More importantly, why do you do it? Have you ever asked yourself why you've decided to trade options? It's important to understand your individual motivations. I obviously like money, who doesn't? But I also like the strategic thinking that is required to become the creative and profitable option trader that I am. I also love being right, I really do. And trading gives me instant feedback on my being right or wrong for a position. I also have some identity tied into my role as a trader. Many of us wear our profession as part of our internal identity. While I've worked on this over the years, trading is still part of my identity. Therefore, making money by trading validates my identity. So by now, you might wonder why any of this matters. If you know your internal motivations for trading, you can make sure they are aligned with your external goals like making money. If you have a stable job, that doesn't change much, you might come to the financial market seeking excitement. Someone like that may lose a lot of money in the market and just not care. Money was never their motivation for being here. It was the excitement. That's just one of hundreds of examples where your motivation for trading might be in conflict with your desire to be a successful trader. If you have a moment this weekend, take some time and just figure out why you trade options and why you trade at all. There are no right and wrong answers. Knowing yourself is always the right answer. However, some motivations may move you away from the goal of making money. All right, so let's get into the trade review from last week's trades. We're going to start off with the covered call that we had on Altimune Inc., symbol A is in Alpha, L is in Lima, T is in Tango. At the time, the stock was trading for $6.48 per share. I looked at buying stock and selling the January 7 call at $1.25, 
hoping for a return of 27.31% in six weeks. Well, shares of ALT picked up $1.19, closing at $7.67 per share on Friday. The call that we sold gained $0.60, leaving us with a net gain on the week of $0.59 if we were to close the trade out immediately. Of course, you'll triple that profit for holding on to the trade if stock expires above $7 per share in five weeks. That means there isn't a reason to make an adjustment to the trade at this point. It's following the plan, making money, so all is well. Next up, we have the credit spread. We looked at Advisor Shares Pure U.S. Cannabis ETF, symbol M as in Mike, S as in Sierra, O as in Oscar, S as in Sierra. At the time, the stock was trading for $7.45 per share. I looked at selling the January 7, 6 put spread at $0.38, cents, uh, which could give us a maximum possible loss of $0.62 cents per spread. Well, shares of the cannabis ETF fell $0.79, cents, ending the week at $6.66 per share. The out-of-the-money put spread that we sold is now at the money, meaning we are losing a bit of money on this trade so far. Now, there are some upper strike call spreads that we could sell to turn this into an iron condor and to lower our total risk of exposure on this trade just by, you know, taking in a little bit more premium. However, we still have five weeks left before expiration, and I'd like to give this trade a little bit of room to breathe and just to see if the stock is going to pull back higher. Either way, I'll keep track of this stock and decide whether to leave the spread solo or pair it with a short call spread, which will turn it into an iron condor. For now, I'm looking to hold off on adjusting this one. And our last trade from last week is a debit spread. We looked at Snap Inc., symbol S as in Sierra, N as in November, A as in Alpha, P as in Papa. At the time, the stock was trading for $15.09 per share. We looked at buying the January 14-15 call spread for $0.63, cents, which could give us a maximum gain of $0.37 cents or that's a 58.73% return in six weeks. Well, shares of Snap Inc. grew $1.80, ending the week at $16.89 per share. The in-the-money call spread that we bought is now even deeper in the money. With stock more than $2 above our break-even point, we are off to a great start on this trade. We still have five weeks until expiration, but this trade has worked out so far, so I don't plan on making any adjustments to the trade. However, you do need to track stock because five weeks is a long time and anything can still happen, especially with the new year. So that's it for the trade review for last week's trades. Um, just wanted to point out that yesterday, Friday, December the 15th, was options expiration for all December monthly option positions. We will be focusing on options that expire on January the 19th for today's show and in the coming weeks. So let's dive right in. We're going to start off with a cover call on BitFarms, symbol B as in Bravo, I as in India, T as in Tango, F as in Foxtrot. The stock ended the week at $2.97 per share. I'm looking at buying stock and selling the January 3 call at $0.45, cents, which could give us a return of 16.16% in five weeks. Now you enter this trade by buying shares for $2.97 and selling the January 3 call at $0.45. Cents. This trade makes the most money if stock prices finish above $3 per share. The break-even price is $2.52 per share, and in real terms, the stock purchase will require $297, and you'll collect $45 for selling the option. 
Next up, we have the credit spread on Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, symbol N as in November, C as in Charlie, L as in Lima, H as in Hotel. The stock ended the week at $20.35 per share. I'm looking at selling the January 2019 put spread at $0.36, cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of $0.64 cents per spread. Now you enter this trade by selling the January 20 put at $0.88 cents and concurrently buying the January 19 put for $0.52. Cents. This is a credit spread because we are selling the spread. This trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $20 per share. The break-even price is $19.64, and in real terms, you'll collect $36 per spread that you sell and have $64 at risk. And our final trade on the week is a debit spread. Looking at Unity Software Inc., symbol U as in uniform. The stock ended the week at $39.31 per share. I'm looking at buying the January 38-39 call spread for $0.61, cents, which could give us a maximum gain of $0.39, cents, or that's a 63.93% return in five weeks. Now, you enter this trade by buying the January 38 call for $3.55 and concurrently selling the January 39 call at $2.94. This is a debit spread because we're buying the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $39 per share. The break-even price is $38.61 per share, and in real terms, you'll pay $61 to enter this spread, and your maximum gain is $39 per spread. So that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys for listening and following along with me. I know we are just about a week before Christmas. I will still record a new podcast next weekend, Christmas is going to be on Monday, December 25th, so the stock market will be closed on Monday, December 25th. The stock market will be open on Tuesday, December 26th to finish out the uh, last few days of the trading year for 2023, so lots of good stuff coming in January. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the January effect. Also, one of the things to keep track of for the end of the year is is the maximum prices that we are approaching. Looks like we're gonna finish the year on the high for this year, but we are starting to approach the high point of the market, the most recent high points that were reached back in July of 2022. So whatever stock you're tracking, make sure that you look at where the previous high is because we might be testing it over the next few weeks. So it's good to good to do a little bit of research before you dive right into trades just so that you have context of where the price is today relative to previous highs because the best way to make a new high is to test the old one. I'm expecting that for a few different companies and the major indexes as well. So that's it for this week's show. Have a wonderful weekend and as always, happy trading. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Option Podcast. Please subscribe to our show and visit us at www.theweeklyoption.com. Disclaimer, there is a very high degree of risk involved in trading. The indicators and strategies described in this podcast are for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. For our full disclaimer, visit our website at www.theweeklyoption.com.